Hey, I'm McCoy here, and you are listening to the Solar Panel. Hello and welcome everybody into another edition of the Lunar Panel here on YouTube or Twitter, wherever you're watching us live or if you're listening to us on the podcast. So happy to have you, the Flaming Ballers, with us as we talk about the second place team in the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns. I'm your host, Greg Esposito. Ahoy hoy and joined as always by the Silver Fox, a man that uh, has waited so long to see this team win that his hair actually had color back when uh when the last time that they were a winning Dude, franchise so did, so did my beard. side by side again yeah i'm gonna show the side by side again of me what i looked like last time the suns were in the playoffs good <laughs> lord dave king under me as always the the caramel oh jeez what did you say? Under. <laughs> it's, it's late night baby anything goes <laughs> oh, right God. now we're, a, we're pushing 11 o'clock on the West Coast. Let's do it. The Carmel Thunder from down under, Saul Bookman. Saul, how are you, sir? I'm still as hot as Devin Booker probably is in the locker room right now. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be feeling better for Booker right now, though, now that the Suns won the game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's talk about that. Let's go. Hey, look. One well, first four- of all, let's recap for anybody who – yeah, exactly. Go ahead, Espo. <laughs> I had that kind of in the plan. 114-104, your Phoenix Suns defeat the Los Angeles Lakers on national television on TNT. And guess what? They do it without Devin Booker for most of the second half as he was ejected early in the third quarter. None of us are really sure why. Uh, It was not very clear on the broadcast. And with the broadcasters basically doing what we're doing, talking about the game from home, we never really got any insight as to why Devin Booker got thrown out of the game. But it did not seem to matter. It actually seemed like a turning point for the energy of this team. Like the rest of the team decided at that point, It's on us. It's time to pick book up. We're going to win this one and prove that we're just as good as anybody in the Western Conference. And the bench came up huge in this game, in particular, Dario Saric. He finished with 21 points, five rebounds, and three assists. The most amazing thing to me, though, they win this game by 10 points, and Chris Paul only makes one field goal in the entire game. It's insane to me that they did this without Devin Booker and without Chris Paul doing anything in well, this I'm, game. We got to give big props to Abdel Abdul Nader in this one. Three Nader. Blocks, I think we're four. I think we're four blocks. Big one at the end on Schroeder, and also making a couple of threes there, important threes to stretch that lead out to eleven. At one point, that, was, that dude had a rough first half, but man, did he turn it around in the second half? That was pretty fun to watch. I mean, Twitter was all over him, including, I think, at least two of the three of us in in Uh, that first half. And he came up big in that second. Not me. Yeah, it was. was You weren't? No. Yeah, no, we were. I was definitely. You should have heard me. And I I only I tweeted the (laughs) nicest of things that I could think of, which is just Nader should see the bench. That was that was the nicest thing Uh. I could think of. Tonight was a night of many tweets that wound up in the draft folder and were not sent out. Let's just say that. Side for what's in the box, uh, one of our favorites in the Lunar panel. For those of you that aren't familiar, this is where we go through the box score. If you couldn't figure it out based on uh, what's going on. But look, a big night 
in general for the Sun starters, uh, not named Devin Booker and Chris Paul. DeAndre Ayton finishes with 17 points, five rebounds. Not a great night for him either. The big three uh, not having huge impact mm -hmm. in this game. Uh, my <laughs> Miles, no, it's not Miles. It's it's Mikhail Bridges who finished with 19 oh. points, six rebounds, and five assists for the Suns and Jay Crowder who got the start tonight, 15 points, four rebounds, uh, and Devin Booker, the aforementioned Devin Booker, yeah. in only 24 minutes had 17 points, six assists, and three rebounds. Surprisingly, Frank Kaminsky keeps going from starting to not playing at all. That seems to be uh, the way this rotation's <laughs> working. Frank Kaminsky with a DNP. Cam Johnson had three big three-pointers, but finished with only nine points in the game. That is the box score from the Sun side. You know, one of the good things that, that comes out of this game, it, it, this is kind of my feel in the first half is, okay, the Suns should beat the Lakers with only LeBron because they're missing AD, they're missing Gasol, they're missing a lot of key pieces. But the Lakers are still a very good team. I left this game feeling like, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe I had this completely wrong, and maybe maybe the Suns, even with even if the Lakers have AD, I think this proves to you that they can compete with the Lakers because Chris Paul wasn't Chris Paul. Uh, Devin Booker misses pretty much the entire second half. DA was okay, um, but the, it was everybody else. Everybody else stepped up and dominated the Lakers bench. Uh, man, you gotta be you gotta be pretty yeah. jazzed up if you're a Suns fan right now for sure. Look, when Campaign and Abdul Nader are getting uh, positive, you know, uh, commentary from the guys who are watching this game, you know the Suns are pretty deep, and they spent the entire fourth quarter talking about how deep the Suns are. Uh, that that you know, yeah, the Lakers were having to go deep in their bench. I mean, shoot, Jared Dudley played in this game. That's deep in your bench. Um, and he and occasionally he was okay, uh, but he got exposed in that second half. Taylor Horton, Horton Tucker had a really good first half, but a really average or, or below average second half. The Suns just kept their heads. That's what they do. When when guys have have big first halves, unexpected guys have big first halves, um, the, the Suns just ride it out and they say, show us you got it in the second half. And if the guy doesn't normally have it ever, he's not going to have it two halves in a row. LeBron James, look, it used to be the the Suns needed LeBron James to have a below average game to to even have a chance have a chance to win. I mean, the, since LeBron James has been at the apex of his career, the Suns have well, let's just say not. Um, and really, you've got LeBron James tonight with thirty eight points, sixteen of twenty four from the from the field, three of good. eight on threes. That is good. really good. Six assists, yeah. two steals, and a block. But I will tell you, though, it did seem like LeBron emotionally kind of disconnected after Devin Booker got ejected. I'm not saying he had sympathy for Booker, but I think he recognized as much as we did that the star power of that game went dimmed a little bit right there unnecessarily. Make, make no mistake about it. The NBA is going to deal with that situation because it, the way it was handled was yeah. as poor – uh, of, a, of, a, of a management situation as you could ever hope for in the NBA. I know Suns fans feel jaded by the refs and jaded by the NBA, but this was above and beyond that to the point where national people were like, what WTF is going on right now? Why is Devin Booker the face right. of the Phoenix Suns and a, a, a top three team now in the West? Why is he getting ejected over some essentially some BS? 
Now, LeBron yeah. is complaining the entire game, throwing elbows. He even uh, grabbed somebody and threw him down to the ground. Eh, whatever. He doesn't get ejected. Markeith Morris threw a punch after uh, Booker was ejected, and they reviewed it and still said, no, that's a common foul. Well, that, that's I because mean, that's common behavior from Markeith Morris. So. True. Look, uh, look, let's, 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 let's call it even, though. Devin Booker does get the refs worked up because he's constantly giving them the face and the look and the and, and, and the, so and the noise. every other star. Yeah, but he, he yeah. There's, there's a bit of an edge. A there's a bit way. of an edge yeah. to Booker. I will admit that. Yeah. There's a bit of a, of a like, uh, like a, I want to fight you kind of a spirit about Devin Booker yeah. when he complains about a foul. Whereas yeah. LeBron, facially, he just looks like he's whining. He's like, come on, come on. Whereas Devin Booker's like, that's BS. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, he's showing him up. Booker does a lot of showing him up. And what's funny is we talk about how stone faced Booker is. The only guy, the only people in the world he's not stone faced to, well, I don't, we don't know about Kendall, but we're going to say that the refs, um, he, he just cannot keep a straight face with the refs. He's got to learn how to be more stone faced to them because uh, he does incite that. And, you know, I don't even know if those refs. Uh, knew what was happening before it happened. Like it, it just suddenly two texts, one after another, and all of a sudden they had to call. They had to kick him out of the game. I'm not defending the refs. Obviously, they did not handle it well. The the guy in charge, those two young, those two refs who called those texts are young guys. The guy in charge, though, I forget his name. Is it Mark yeah, Jones or something like that? Guy, yeah. He's been around a long time. He should have controlled this situation yeah, better. For sure. Look, look, I'm. This is going to sound crazy. I'm kind of glad it happened because now I well, have in retrospect complete, in retrospect. Yes. In the moment it was ridiculous, but I'm kind of glad it happened because now I have confidence in this team as a whole. This is not one or two guys that can carry them. This is a team. We have not seen a full team in Phoenix in a very, very long time, probably 2010, maybe even before that into the seven seconds or less group. And if you want, this team to compete and truly have a chance at a title, it's going to be guys like the guys tonight that stepped up that are going to have to have an impact along the way. And now we know they can do it against some of the better competition in the Western Conference, against one of the best stars in the game, in LeBron James. And I think you're right. Yes, LeBron took a little step back when Devin was, was mm. thrown out just simply because it felt like the two of them were trying to go back and forth with each other, but this team as a whole did the little things tonight to get a big win. And it, nobody would have, it would have questioned if they had somewhat folded after Devin Booker got thrown out the way he did. And with Chris Paul playing as poorly as he did offensively, at least from a shooting perspective. So look, uh, I, to me, you know what? Is, it looked like Chris Paul wasn't contender. even yeah, this uh, absolutely. I, I, I'm with you, Espo. I, what's What's interesting to me is that it looked like Chris Paul was intentionally not wanting to shoot. It's not like he had a problem. It's not like he had a bad game. He was getting the ball to his teammates and giving his teammates a chance to win this game. Suns made 16 threes in this game. That's yeah. huge. And they were all wide open. That's why they were making them. Uh, because and I Chris wonder, Paul I wonder if he was doing that, doing that Chris Paul thing where if they needed him in those last few minutes, yeah. he would have turned it on. He did hit the one three. Yeah. And, and that's all they needed because yeah. then it was all of a sudden, oh, we got this. Yeah, they didn't they didn't need somebody to save them at the end, which is the difference from some of these games earlier in the year. They did not need an additional person to save them. That was one hell of a game, and it puts the Suns 
at second place in the Western Conference. If they win, I mean, yeah, I mean, if they win their final game, they're second at 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 the All Star break. This is nuts. This is so nuts. When is the last time right now? Because I'm like, look this up. When was the last time the Suns were second in the West at the All Star break? I mean, it's got to be in the Nash era, obviously, but I don't yeah, know. I don't when. even know. Were they second in that? Well, obviously, yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, they, they were they top were, seed yeah, they at were one number, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it'd be early yeah. Nash area. Era. Yeah, it was probably that 2006 year. I don't, but I don't think they did it the year that before they had traded for Shaq. It might have been 07 when they were 61 and 21. They had to have been yeah. top two then. So 07 might be the last time they were this high. Good. And, Lord. It's. Yeah. I mean, I know everybody had Jazz Suns one two in the West of going into the All Star break. We all lock. expected that, <laughs> right? <lock>. Yeah. <laughs> Two of the LA teams. Everybody yeah. thought Utah and Phoenix. That's where it's at this NBA season. Runner I mean, up says in the chat that Mikel was the star of the game, and I actually, absolutely. you know what he he was. He didn't make all the biggest flashiest plays, but he made all the plays. He, he Man, made. he was amazing tonight. Yeah, he was amazing. You know, I know we there was a rumor out there that you know about the twenty mil thing or whatever, and whatever. I mean that that right there, what he did tonight, he was the glue. He kept yeah. What what Mikhail did was. He did key things in key moments to keep the momentum on the Suns' side and never give yeah. the Lakers room to breathe. And I just thought – I personally thought this is probably one of Mikhail's top three performances in a Suns uniform so far. Sliding in, in there, sliding in there against the Lakers to catch an air ball, yep. to, yeah. get, to get a score to seal the game. Yeah, yeah that mean, just clears out 2010 from my memory. Just that was cra- that was crazy. I mean, he he runs in, gets the ball at the baseline, throws it back into Jay Crowder off that air ball to get that basket. I mean, that was that was the hustle. That that was what epitomized tonight's second half. Guys diving on the floor, making that extra mm-hmm. effort to get the win. Like that that was what did it. They out hustled the Lakers in LA tonight to get the victory. Well, and the Lakers tried to bully them to the win. The Lakers did try to. I mean, obviously, the Lakers are hurting. They're missing a couple of guys. Obviously, with Anthony Davis, one of the top five guys in the league. The Suns, after the Suns lost, and you said it, Espo, after the Suns lost Booker, it became a little bit more even because the Lakers still had LeBron, a top five guy in the, in the league, top three by many people. So uh, I, I think this does show a lot about the Suns when they are focused. They, uh, they have almost a better record against the uh, top teams in the league than they do against anybody else. I don't think they're afraid of They're seven and either. four against teams that are three plus games over 500. I mean, this proves that they're not, they're not afraid of anybody. Yeah. Um, I, I think, that, you know, it, no matter what you want to say, it's kind of like the, you know, the Suns back in the day with, with the, in the Nash era. It's like, even when the Spurs were down, you still were like, but it's the Spurs, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I feel like that's that's the same thing with the, with this Lakers team. Is like even though the Lakers are down, it's still the Lakers, and I don't care who they have hurt, it's still the Lakers. And for for this team to get over that hump to a degree, right? They still got plenty of games to play and things to prove. But in the short term, I just think that this is a huge hurdle to kind of get over to tell yourself we can beat these dudes. We can, mm-hmm. and and we and we didn't even have to play our best game to do it. I feel right. like I feel like they don't go into any game this year having any fear. I just they they seem like they just they don't have it at all, and it, it's impressive 
the way this team comes out and, and the way they handle things. And yes, I know there's been some big leads that have been blown, but I think that's an experience in winning more than anything that's happening. But a game like tonight tests your mental fortitude and your physical ability. And the Suns met the challenge in every single way. And it, that is just, it, it's unbelievable to me when you look at all the factors like we talked about. I, you know, it, it, it's crazy how they pulled this off. One thing I did want to bring up, uh, before Devin Booker's ejection at halftime, uh, it was the what people are joking, the B crew on TNT, but Shaq is part of, of their Tuesday night crew. And he mm. said that Devin Booker is the future of the NBA direct quote there. And the, that was mumble rumble. How'd you get that? Did you have caption going <laughs> at the bottom of your I, screen? I've, uh, I've just listened to Shaq enough that I know how to, how to do that. You know, it's, you, didn't, you should have done the voice. Let me tell you something. Can you dig it? Devin Booker. What I know is what I'm talking about. But but when I I mean I know Shaq says a lot of crazy things and you know acts like he doesn't know guys' first names and insults Donovan Mitchell on national television, which. I personally am 100% in favor of. Insult the heck out of Donovan Mitchell. But the fact that that he sat there and, and said that Devin Booker is the future of the NBA finally felt like some respect for the guy. And then about five minutes later, double technical <laughs> thrown out of the game. It was just Western Conference Player of the Month ejected. Shaq saying you're the future of the NBA ejected. It just It seemed like that was the moment where I went, well, here we go again. We can't have nice things, you know that that Suns fan mentality. Mm. And then you know what the oh, Bubble wait, wait, Suns we came can. back. Yeah, in this game, the Bubble Suns came back because they were the. It was the. It was just. I don't care who's on the court. We're gonna beat you um, at the end of the third, going into the fourth. We're just gonna win this game, uh, and, and that's what they showed again tonight. So it didn't matter who was on the court; they were just gonna do it. Abdul Nader, man, he is a love hate guy. But uh, at the end of the, I'm, I'm, I'd rather he have better second halves than first halves. Tell me, you guys didn't sweat just a little bit when Damian Jones was like scoring and blocking shots, though, in that first half? <laughs> what, I what knew upset, you were going to bring that one up. <laughs> what upset me about that you was bring the last guy on the roster up. Yes, I do. <laughs> what upset me about it was that DeAndre Ayton didn't take him to yeah. task on the offensive end. It's not like he's yeah. unfamiliar with Damian Jones guarding him. I'm pretty sure right. he did it almost every day in practice. Hey, well, yo. that is the reason, uh, DeAndre, not the reason, because obviously Dario Sharge was playing excellent in the fourth. But after that last um, uh, fade away against Damian Jones, we didn't see uh, Aiden again. No, and look, I, we are proponents uh, in many ways of DeAndre Aiden on this show, but that and the fact that he brought that he kept bringing the ball down so low that he was getting rejected yeah, yeah but it, it, that drives I, me nuts I, I think we gotta be fair here though you know when booker got uh, ejected they went to da a couple times and he came through and and then they they went to sarch and their usual rotation and dario was just playing out of his mind he was Dario's absolutely awesome at first they tried they tried to guard dario with dudley which <laughs> Just like four straight times right. down the court, they were just like, just get it to Dario, just get it to Dario. He yeah. abused him. They got him out. Then they put in Morris, and Dario just didn't stop. And right. the one thing that's great about Monty is if there's a hot hand, he'll write it. He'll write it, especially in the moment when you're 
you're coming down into that clutch positioning at the end of the third, going into the fourth. And he saw no reason to take him out. Dario played the entire fourth quarter, and I was okay with it. And I think, yeah. and I think Aiden was too. He was on the bench, and and from what the chat has said, obviously we didn't watch the TNT post game interview, but um, everybody in the chat saying that Aiden gave a really good interview, and they, you know, and he was like, "I'm just playing my role and doing what I need to do for this team." And hey, this is this is a team, and we don't see that too. I know we celebrate stars in the NBA, but this Suns team is a team. It, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's amazing to watch. It really is. And look, we're very lucky to be watching this team right now. Absolutely. Da is definitely graded on a curve. We've talked about that. We've we've talked about that ad nauseum uh, on the show. There's just certain little things that tonight. Th- I feel like this could have been his game where he took over that second half. Didn't happen. But Dario came through, did the little things that, that people enjoyed. Uh, you know, yes, DA did have 17 points, but it wasn't it wasn't the All right. dominant performance. We can we can we can uh not talk about DA anymore this show because he wasn't the guy who won the game against the Lakers to put the Suns in second in the West. Let's focus on the people did who did. I know there was five guys who scored points. between good defense. Five I mean, guys who scored between 15 and 21 points tonight. And he was um, one of you them. Had eight, you had eight players score between eight and 21. That was a very balanced attack. Like you said, Saul, this was a team effort. Oh, did Let's you just, on did you team. just, did you just, yep. did you just, okay. All right. Just making sure that that's exactly what you did. Yep. Exactly. Oh, I got to agree with you. You shut you up. Oh, stab me. Yes. God, <laughs> just make, just don't make sure. you repeat it, please. Oh, yeah. Dave, I don't want to hear you say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was status, almost Dave, as bad as you guys saying it. It's late nights, so you can go the, a little. The, blue the, there was eight stat. guys who scored eight or more points in this game. I was, I was so, and you know what? One of them who didn't score at all, campaign. And I thought campaign had one heck of a second half too. He was feisty. He was getting in there. He was getting the ball to the right spots. He did only end with one assist. <laughs> he had no field goals, but you know what? He looked good. He was a plus five in the game. So I'm going to give campaign a share of that game ball as well. In fact, the only guys who were negative for the entire game were uh, Jay, probably because he went against LeBron the entire game, and Abdul Nader, who we already said had a great second half. So, I mean, you got to give the whole team the game ball. Can we (laughs) – Jay Jay Crowder's uh, outfit. Uh, Can we talk about that for a second? Was that a long-sleeve shirt, or was that a short-sleeve white shirt with two – Long white armbands on it, the arm sleeves. What, what, are we what was Jay Ryan? I, I missed. I missed it. I didn't see it. You, you didn't see the game at all. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see the intros. Apparently, sorry. Jay Crowder was Espo. wearing it all night. It wasn't like it he's wasn't just, like he started the intro and ripped it off. It's okay. You're talking he's about what he's playing in? Yes. Did you oh, not see that? I I didn't even notice really. Okay. Well, I just I watched the guys playing basketball. I don't. I don't check out what they're wearing. He's been I, wearing I that all season. It's just weird, all right. I just think it's weird. You're gonna bring that up in game 35? Like what? <laughs> I, Jesus. Tonight it was noticeable. I'm a little midnight. confused because you've been Espo wearing it all season. It's, it's it was, 11 p.m. All I spoke could think no. about is Jay's outfit. <laughs> no, it was it was because they're wearing purple finally, and and the white stood out to me. All that right. was nice seeing the purple the last two games for the Suns. Nice. I appreciate seeing that again. Uh, look, those Valley jerseys are hot, but the purple ones, I love them too. Yeah, uh, Dave, I, I'm disappointed you didn't go dirtier with your uh, stat me since we are in in late night. But we'll. Uh, I got to get take. better. But by, by the way, how that. how much do you guys love how how things vacillate so quickly in Suns world? Right? 
let's 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 talk about this. We got All people right. in the chat. Michael Rhodes in the chat saying Monty Williams is coach of the year. Remind me, but I'm pretty sure two weeks ago people were screaming "Fire Monty Williams." Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, that's, no, that's yeah. Sun's Twitter right. right there. That's just Sun Social right there. I just, I, I just <laughs> wanted to bring that up because I distinctly remember that it was, it was Fire Monty Williams. Well, in in one game, it's he stays too long with guys, and another game, he knows when to make the changes. It all depends on if the guys play well. How about yeah. if the guys play well, Monty's a great coach. If the guys don't play well, wanna- Monty sucks. I want to know if a majority of of Suns Twitter and and social uses the same approach towards their hatred or love of Amani Williams into their like personal lives. Do they are they hot and cold with the misses all the time or the or the significant other? Hey, you know, depends on how like, long it's been. Hey, I love that eating. pizza you made yesterday, but I hated this meatloaf. It's terrible. Like, <laughs> well, this is the worst execution meatloaf I have seen. You know what I mean. <laughs> I only speak to my wife pre-game and post-game. I do not. Yeah, that's the that's all I do. And she has her little press conferences, and I'm pissed off the rest of the time. (laughs) That's just the way it works at my household. You said vacillate. That's that. That's that's almost some stabby Dave type stuff right there. Is that all right to use some big words? I know it's late. I can dumb it down. We got vaccinate. We got vacillate. Hey, how about that Cam Johnson's Johnson? How about oh, that knee in the in the Johnson there Alex, early in this game? Alex Caruso manscaping Cam Johnson in uh, <laughs> in one foul swoop there. That was that and very on, true, very very <laughs> true right there. Very, yeah, very true. true. It's is, I'm I too am very hot and cold. Yeah, you should be so embarrassed, Saul. I should be married three times. I'm not married. Says the guy who's going to be. <laughs> yeah, not, not yet. It's two <laughs> right now. You're in the same boat. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somehow this face and this guy is the one that's been married. Uh, you're so much once no, in the group. Yeah, but no, no, Espo, no, you're, you're like good. the you're like the 2012 to 2020 sons. Like she just gets whatever she wants against you. <laughs> She can you just let it Yes, happen. my wife can score at will with oh. me. Yes, yes, my wife can score at will with me. She can score at will. That is yeah. fine. Oh, okay, I got to ask. The biggest question of the night. What was more painful to watch? Devin Booker falling on his elbow or Alex Caruso mutilating Cam Johnson? Which one made you hurt more? Oh, the, oh definitely no. Cam Johnson. Johnson. Oh, Jesus. I was like, I, I was know. like getting asked, how does it feel? I'm like, don't even ask me how that actually feels. I don't want to remember all the details. I'm already tingling. I don't need to remember more. <laughs> Dave gets tingly from Alex. I don't, I don't, I don't, no, I don't, no, get, don't you guys get the willies when you, when you think of something like that? I mean, I don't oh, know that. oh yeah. Like, like when my skin crawls a little bit. Yeah. That's sure. what I mean. Yeah. 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 I don't, I, don't the, I, don't get tingly, I don't get tingly. I don't get tingly. Don't yeah. what, I only like, get tingly during oh, yeah, stat me, Dave. All right. <laughs> the only time I got tingly tonight. Uh, I don't know. The oh, elbow. Man. The elbow got me, and I don't know if it's because it was Devin Booker, and I went, "Crap, that could be the season right there." And I just felt all that pain. But something about that really, I felt that. I felt that hurt, you know, in the, in, in the elbow. So that. uh uh, that freaked me out a little bit. Get getting need, you know, you know that hurts for for a brief time, and you're okay. And in ninety nine percent of the though, cases, Cam okay. looked like he had lost a leg. I mean, his face when it first happened, he looked like he had just got amputated right in the middle of a battlefield. That's and then right. two minutes later, he's like, "I'm good." <laughs> That's all right. Jockstrap ain't nothing but a peanut shell and a rubber band. You'll be all right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mine's We're bigger than a peanut. Off the rails. <laughs> okay, so back to the sounding yourself, Saul. All right. So let's give out let's our talk MVP. About Cam Johnson, come on. <laughs> All right. Let's give out our MVP. It is not Cam's Johnson. It is something else tonight. <laughs> Who is your MVP for the game? Let's start with Saul. I'm going to go Mikael Bridges, hands down. I thought he was great on both ends of the floor, uh, made some key shots. And, he, and more importantly, I think he really got the game started for the Suns, hitting uh, his first two three-pointer uh, point attempts, got the ball kind of rolling. And I know De Devin Booker in the, in the recent history is – taking on that role of scoring like 20 points every first quarter and then kind of evening out for the rest of the game. And I think uh, Mikhail did a pretty good job of getting everything sparked up for them, him and Jay Crowder. But uh, Mikhail Bridges is my guy. I'm going Dario Saric. You got to go super Dario. That dude, he went until he lost. He, he ran out of gas with about three minutes left and the Suns already had the good lead. He didn't need it anymore. But man, until then, he was on fire in that third to fourth quarter and he's the reason to me that the Suns uh, were able to pull ahead in this game I'm going to go Devin Booker uh, he helped them look he he made sure in his play late in that second quarter that they held the lead and I feel like his getting thrown out was a turning point that that got a lot of guys into into the mindset that they needed to win this game look I, you guys took the other two I think Devin's impact was felt on that court long after after he left it. So I'm going to go with Devin because I just don't want to agree with either of you. I, yeah. I'll give it to him. It definitely wasn't, as, as Luis in the chat mentioned, it definitely wasn't the TNT commentators tonight. I think we're reaching the end of guys calling games from home being a real effective way to do that. Well, you know, also, <laughs> I'm kind of tired of playing on Tuesday nights. Like, get us can, on we, that Thursday can, night we, can we get a Thursday night? Can we get the A crew, please, on a Thursday night? You know, uh, I'll take that. I would love to, I would love to actually have a, have the full primetime yeah. crew and the, and the post game crew. Shaq, well. I, I love D Wade, but Shaq and D Wade bore me. I want Shaq and Chuck. Oh, That's what Chuck I want. Me, what you, why, why yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Hey, let me tell you something, Ernie. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your Charles impression. I like that. That was good. <laughs> I can understand like, it. I actually like Candace Parker on that. On that, program, I love Candace so. Parker. Love but Candace Parker. You know who I want to see? I remember when Candace called out Shaq the other day. Shaq was coughing the other yeah. day, and, and and during Candace's Candace run, she just turned to him. She's like, "Excuse me," and he apologized like ten times for that. That's how that's how sharp she was to him. I thought that was great. I who I want to see replace Barkley is eventually i want to see diana tarazi in that seat i think she would make it you have to have I, I you have to have somebody who's willing to go at shack because shack cannot hold his own he just can't mm -hmm. in my opinion he can't you need somebody that would go at shack and be like shut up you know like whatever the case may be dt I think she would be yeah, able to do that, but I don't yes. think it would take a little while though for her to get to that point. Where no, she'd no, like, it wouldn't. I think day one oh, she'd no. be Shaq would be like, "Well, you know what I'm gonna put She'd be like, "Shut up, Shaq!" Like, <laughs> let's just get to it. Yeah. I don't think she would. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got that's all we got for analysis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Shaq's got. Then. Draymond would be fantastic. Uh, I can't stand Draymond would be great, but I, I we can't stand Draymond him because Green. he hates the Suns. So he always, well, he'll I mean, always throw in a zinger. 
Yeah, I mean, he throws in zingers uh, on the other 29 teams in the NBA. He's like so. the NBA version, uh, the NBA player version of Amin. So, so. <laughs> but 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 that's a good that's a good comparison though with Devin Booker and Draymond Green, right? You could you could see a scenario where if the Suns started to get you know bigger and bigger and bigger, where if you don't control your emotions, Devin Booker, you could get to a point where you're you're like a Draymond, and you're getting teed up left and yeah. right because yeah. of your emotions. And I think that's what I think that's what everybody's frustration is with Devin Booker right now is that he tends to get into these modes, and sometimes even the commentators will say he's got to settle down and get back into the game. You're, yeah. you're losing your mindset. Um, because you're so hyped up or you're so mad about something that you really have no control over. The thing is, he's got a very fine line between when he's fired up and he goes into that mode where it's F the world, I'm taking over this game, and steps over that line into something that happens like tonight where he's a little, he's just a little too angry at it. There's that fine line and... And when he becomes that true superstar where he takes that next step is when he learns how to ride that line and, and hold that line and not go into where he's overreacting to, to a, a foul call or whatever, like, like tonight. And, and I think he'll find that. I think, I think he'll figure out that, that fine line before then. So last topic before we get out of here uh, on the lunar panel, can this team stay? as a top three team in the Western Conference. They hopped the Lakers. They hopped the Clippers tonight. Is this real, or is that four spot in that area more likely where they wind up? God, you're, you're fun at parties. <laughs> can we just enjoy <laughs> this one? Do you want to have a real conversation? We can. <laughs> We can sit here and do more Shaq. We can talk about that on Saturday when we're all calmed down and all that. I, can the Suns win on, on Wednesday? Let's just talk about that maybe first. Jeez. Well, do they play tomorrow? If they win on what? If they win the oh, next game. Oh, or Thursday. Game, Sorry. Uh, if they State. win their next game, they go into the All-Star break as the two seed. There's no way that, that anybody can knock them out if they win the next game. So, fine. We'll start there. Do they hold the two seed going into the All Star break? Yes. Yes. Okay. That was an since easy. That one. was a We're since that was a crappy one. conversation. How about we go back to the question I originally asked? Is it fool's gold, or can they stay as a top three team in the West for the remainder of the you, season? Let me put it this way: I think there's a lot of really good teams in the West. If the Suns finish third, fourth, fifth, that's totally fine. It's about who they match up with in the playoffs, and I think they can beat any team in the playoffs. So I can't wait. I, they don't need to stay at number two for me to feel comfortable going into the playoffs. That's my answer. They they've got about I think what a three or four game cushion over the over the next closest team um, under the four yeah. under the four yeah. And so I I don't know at, at this point if they didn't come away with a top four seed at the end of the season I would be a little disappointed. But as long as they still got a five or six I'd be, I'd be okay. They dropped all the way to like seven then the wheels have fallen off somewhere and and that would not be good. Look, right. I'm not a party pooper. I asked this because I just wanted to simply say, yes, they can be a top three team. That's what tonight proved to me is that this team is good enough to finish in the top three in the I Western just envision, Conference. I just envision you in the dating scene like, uh, you know, you, do you think it can get better than this or no? Okay, and then it. I say, no, it can't. This is as good as it gets. So this enjoy it. it. I, I'm like top three all time, maybe in my best night. That's hey. that's that's it. 
the missus will tell you the same. But yes, I think the Suns <laughs> can stay top three in the Western Conference. That's what tonight proved to can me. You imagine, you imagine, <laughs> you're like doing the 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 whatever equivalent to uh, smoking afterwards. You're relaxing. She's she's all. Oh, you were top three at least. That I didn't know we were good. in a version of Mad Men all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm so good. Nobody needs to smoke after. All right, that's the way I'm on this show too. Just enjoy the ride. All right, all that's right. what that's what the lunar panel is all about. Enjoying the ride. That's right. I baby. say this team can very very well pull off being a three seed in the West, and it's something I never imagined I'd say this year. I never thought that that never. No, you I did not think they'd that? be this good this year. And I am damn excited wow, I because, because I thought I thought top I thought four would be would be the peak if things clicked. But this team has something special going on. It's it's about the camaraderie, it's about the team aspect, it's about everybody going after a common goal. It's not about one guy. And tonight solidified that for me. That feeling of uh, maybe this isn't as good as it looks. Maybe this is fool's gold. That went away tonight. I thought, because like I mentioned earlier, I thought the moment Devin Booker got thrown out, here we go again. Okay, the the pumpkin, the, the carriage is turning back into the pumpkin. The, the ride's fun, but we're going to realize that, that, that this is not a team that can compete uh, if if they have off nights from their superstars or or they get thrown out because the refs suck yeah. uh, and and tonight they prove that they can and that is that is a hundred percent what uh what i needed to fully buy in i, I buy in on this team they're like the, they're like they're like our show, to be honest with you. They're like our show. They're like the sun solar panel. You come here, you're like, what the hell is this? But then after a little while, you're like, oh, yeah, it kind of works. There it is. <laughs> and, and That's then, the bench. That's the sun's bench. That's it, baby. Oh, yeah. That's it. It does kind of work. I don't know oh, that I nice. enjoy it all the yeah. time, but it kind of <laughs> works. Yes, it's, that uh, is. it's kind of squeamish every now and then, but uh, yeah, it'll get you through. Yeah, we do. We do have some episodes where we blow seventeen point leads, and uh, that's that's for sure. But uh, yeah, uh, good evening to Bomani Jones as well. By the way, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, hey, yeah, uh, Western Conference Player of the Month and uh, a big win against the Lakers. So you can uh, do what you will with that, Bomani. Yeah, so, stuff that any, in your pipe and smoke it, Bomani. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're back to smoking. <laughs> it is the lunar panel. Uh, Final thoughts. We'll talk about the all-star stuff and everything Saturday morning. We're not going to touch that here, but final thoughts as we wrap up the lunar panel, the sun's winning 114 104 over the Los Angeles Lakers to move into second in the Western conference. Dave, let's start with you. Uh, Is there anything more hilarious than Devin Booker always finishing top three in the three point contest in which he's in this weekend and yet can't hit the threes and, you know, as many threes in, in in a game that, I mean, that's a fun hilarity, but I think that's fun. Can that's you put Dave in purgatory seeing, as I said, hey, we're not going to talk about the All-Star game until Saturday, and the first thing he does is talk I mean, about No, the I was All-Star talking game. about the skills competitions before the All-Star. Ah, same difference. Luis. Luis thank Luis. you so much. Thanks for being a flaming thank baller you, Luis. and donating. Love you, too. We love you listening to the show, Luis. We, we appreciate it. Saul, final thoughts, and please do not have them involve Sunday's festivities which we will talk to talk about on saturday so steph curry devin booker thursday not saturday i see what Uh, you did thursday um i think this is a a great opportunity for monty to kind of instill this 
yet another lesson to this team that, hey, let's finish it off right. Let's finish off this first half strong. Uh, we've done a, a great job thus far. We still have a long way to go. Let's let's end this right and uh, you know get some get some rest and enjoy All Star Weekend and then uh, come back and, and get ready for what could be a f- phenomenal second half of the season. Um, and no matter what, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be interesting, and uh, who knows what's going to turn around that corner? Because you know we have free a- or not free agency, but the trade deadline coming up and everything. So a lot to look forward to tonight. Was a great night. Um, it's just, a, it's just, just this week already yesterday and today, Hey, it's, it's finally good to, to be a Valley sports fan right now. It's, it feels, it feels good. JJ Watt. And now this yeah, put, put on your big boy pants, flaming ballers, because we're in for some fun in the second half of oh. this season. Also and Saturday, play. we have some Saturday. other stuff coming Dude, Saturday morning, 8 a.m. We'll We'll send you the VHS tape. Whatever you need, be there to see it because we will have some exciting new developments. Hey, Flaming Baller, hello. Um, ESPN in the morning might finally have a Sun segment. Don't count on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm they'll talk about it's going to be 95% LeBron. They'll talk yeah. about LeBron, uh, yeah, scoring uh, like he did. They'll show Alex Caruso mutilating Cam Johnson, and they'll go, "Oh, the Suns won by ten as well." By the way, <laughs> they're now in second place in the Western Conference. Or, or it'll be about they, they won't oh, is, is LA is LA plastic. in trouble? <laughs> yeah, it'll be. Are the Lakers and Clippers in trouble? And they'll ignore the fact that, oh, that the Suns are playing well. So people trying to people trying to promote. <laughs> I love our flaming ballers because people try to promote their own YouTube channel in our chat, and the flaming ballers are like, "Get the hell out of here!" And we yeah. don't do that here. Yeah. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> we're, we're here for really weird Shaq impersonations. Jeez, he's just copy pasting. Report Russell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, bye. Uh, so, so for the Silver Fox, Dave King, you can find him at Dave King MBA. The MBA is also there find me the at fe- brightsideofthesun.com. I was going to get to that, but no, the MBA stands for the Phoenix Suns are one of the best teams in the NBA. Thank you very much. <laughs> you can follow the Carmel Thunder from down under at Saul Bookman at, at Saul Bookman. Un- <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> at Saul underscore bookman the underscore doesn't want to be there but somebody else already had these at so oh, the underscore is there because the bookman step back is that nasty that's what oh, it is oh i see that Saul there it is, Saul? There, it is. there it is <laughs> and i am at espo because i'm cool enough to have a four letter twitter handle that isn't a curse word you can find the show at sun solar panel <laughs> and uh, we are looking forward to talking to you guys on saturday morning as we discuss the first half of the sun season look forward to the second half and the all-star weekend festivities so for dave for saul i'm greg esposito we'll talk to you next time here on the solar panel ahoy hoy